0: Support for this podcast and the following message come from WISE, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With WISE, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how WISE could work for you at WISE.com. Recent advances by Ukrainian troops are revealing what Russia's invasion left behind. Some towns have changed hands as Ukraine pushes toward the city of Kherson. The liberation of those towns exposed a divided society. Neighbors now see each other as collaborators with the enemy. NPR's Franco Ordonez reports. Lodimir Siva is drawing water from a well that he'll mix with grapes picked from his backyard. He's making brandy and wine. He grabs a recent bottle of red, which he warns may be a little sweet, before pouring a glass for himself and his wife. He takes a sip before they launch into their story about the day Ukrainian intelligence agents showed up at their door outside of Kupiansk. They were looking for Russian collaborators. It was insulting. His wife Svetlana puts a hand on his arm. Obviously, I was scared, it was uncomfortable. There were four agents from the security service of Ukraine, the SBU. The family recognized their badges, they all had weapons. Volodymyr says they were direct. Are you these people? Get your things and come with us. The officers drove them to the police station where they questioned them for two hours. They pressed Svetlana about her work as a clerk for the surrounding villages of Kupiansk. They asked her why she was working for the Russians. She told them she didn't feel like she was. Even today, I don't have the opinion that I helped Russia. I was trying to help people. As a clerk, Svetlana handles all the legal paperwork for civilian life, wills, marriage certificates. But she also is collecting names of villagers who could receive Russian payments of 10,000 rubles a little more than $160. I understand that we should have probably realized with
1: our actions, maybe by helping people, we were also helping the occupiers.
0: She doesn't blame the SBU. She says they were doing their job. But she doesn't understand why her neighbors, who she says she was trying to help, reported her as a collaborator. From our village, there wasn't a single person who didn't take that money. But I understand people had to survive. I don't blame anybody. But how am I guilty? Like in many liberated communities, the people of Kupiansk and surrounding villages have gone through an incredible amount of turmoil. The Russians invaded in early March, taking over the city. Some were killed, others tortured. As the months went by, resisting turned into adapting, into surviving. Now, six months later, the Russians are gone and the Ukrainians are back in control and neighbors are trying to adjust again, when even the smallest acts of cooperation were seen as collaboration with the enemy. It's a huge problem, and it's an immediate challenge we face. That's the acting mayor of Kupiansk, Andriy Besedin, who replaced the former mayor who surrendered the city to Russian control. As artillery fires away in the background, Besedin says many here feel betrayed by their neighbors, and others are angry with themselves for how they behaved, for not resisting the Russians enough. It will
1: take time. People need to psychologically recharge. And we as a government need to provide them with the conditions so that they understand that Ukraine cares for them.
0: The challenge is especially great at the schools. Teachers who resisted the Russians are now refusing to work with colleagues who accepted contracts to teach under the Russian education system.
1: There is a resistance of parents. There is a resistance of colleagues who don't want to work with them.
0: Tatiana Shemerska is the principal of the largest elementary school in the nearby village of Shevchenkove. She says there are different levels of cooperation, but those teachers who traveled to Russia for training and began the school year under the Russian system should not be allowed to teach Ukrainian children. And she's uncomfortable that she's being asked to collect information on possible collaborators.
1: Why the situation is so disturbing is because there is a feeling that they are trying to push responsibility onto our shoulders.
0: Volodymyr and Svetlana Siba say they're ready to move on, but admit they're more reserved with their neighbors.
1: I just take it as
0: another life situation. Volodymyr is less circumspect. Now I know who I would go into battle with and who I wouldn't even amongst my friends. And while he insists he won't hold a grudge for long, he says he has a good memory. Franco, Ordonez, NPR News, Kupiansk, Ukraine.
1: This advertisement comes from our paid sponsor, Fundrise. High interest rates mean that real estate assets are available at a discount compared to previous valuations. The Fundrise flagship fund plans to expand its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. Add the Fundrise Flagship Fund to your portfolio at fundrise.com NPR. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the fund before investing. Read the prospectus at fundrise.com flagship. Support for this NPR podcast and the following message come from Amgen, a biotechnology pioneer leading the fight against the world's toughest diseases such as cancer, heart disease, asthma, and osteoporosis. In a new era of human health, Amgen continues to accelerate the pace of change, operating sustainably and drawing upon deep knowledge of science to push beyond what's known today. With each decade, they reliably deliver powerful new therapies to patients. Learn more at amgen.com. Hey, I hear you have a birthday coming up. Yeah, you. If you're listening to this, that means you have a birthday coming up eventually. And here at Life Kit, we want it to be a special one. Magic can happen, and good luck can happen, and serendipity can happen if we're open to it. How to have a good birthday, even if you're not a birthday person. That's on the Life Kit Podcast from NPR.